there. My name is Michael Govier, and you are now tuned in to the First Day Pod. My co-hosts, Leanne Hello and I are very excited because we've got Dave and Judy Wolf. Dave and Judy are somewhat regulars on our show, but it's been a minute since they've been on. We get right into it on this episode, no messing around. It's all about food addiction, sugar addiction, and addiction in general. There is a lot of opportunities ahead for all of us to get help, but we cannot do it alone. It may sound cheesy, it may sound trite to you, but it is the absolute truth. And Dave and Judy are here to help because they want to. So we really hope you enjoy this episode, and we want to say thank you to everybody who participated so actively on the live stream, which you can hear and watch every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, live on YouTube, at First Day Pod. Well, time to get on with the show. It's now time for the First Day Pod. everyone, we are live at the First Day Podcast. My name is Michael Gobier. I am the co-host of the show, along with the other co-host, Leanne Hello. She is my girlfriend, but she's also a very good host, aren't you? I don't know, but I am your girlfriend. <laughs> You're a great host and a great girlfriend. You're great everything. Everything okay. about you is wonderful. Thank okay. you so much for everything you do. We are joined by Dave and Judy Wolf. right on time. Look at that, Judy. Hi. Hey guys. How are you guys? Good. How are you? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah. Judy, that was the best intra entrance. Yeah. <laughs> that was so cool. Hey, and it's like, and I'm very excited to be here and just excited about what's going on in our lives. Yay. Well, it's great to have you here. It's, we haven't had you guys on in a minute, so it's great to have Dave and Judy Wolf back with us on the first day podcast. We are gonna talk a lot about addiction. Crushing cravings, sugar addiction, food addiction. We'll cover anything and anything you guys want to cover and more here on the First Day Pod. And don't forget that you can follow us at First Day Pod. You can follow Dave at triggerfree underscore RD. And of course, triggerfreenutrition.com. There's a lot of ways you can connect with Dave and Judy. They are here to help everybody, aren't they, Leanne? Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so grateful that you guys are on. Um, just personally, I need you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's we're here for you for a while, Ian. Um, yeah, I'd like to say because I've been like so busy and totally handling my addiction on my own, but like, no, that's not the case. As you can tell, my cheeks are getting bigger. So <laughs> hadn't noticed, didn't notice. Yeah. Oh gosh. Look, look, the yeah, we'll get into it, but we want to make sure that everybody knows that you're always welcome here, and we yes. encourage your questions and your comments. We already have one. Ann Kane is here. Hello, Ann. Thank you for joining the show. Hello to you. And we will answer your questions in the live stream as they come in and do the best that we can in that respect. But first, Dave, how have you been? You know, uh, How yeah, are things going? Great. Fantastic. <laughs> things are... Man, uh, we, are, we are birthing a baby, so... Yeah. Uh, we are really excited. We've been working on this project for about nine months, uh, and well, it's tomorrow. Well. So <laughs> we're pumped. Yay. Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow starts tomorrow, eleven a.m. Yeah, Eastern. Okay, so, so let's ex yeah explain it. Like yeah, so in. we've we've created a five day crush your cravings challenge. It's mm -hmm. a five day crush your cravings challenge dot com. You can still sign up. Um, basically what we're going to do is give people a system to crush their cravings. You know, we're going to have a free, tell them it's free. It's free. It's free. <laughs> free. free. Capital F R E E free. So, um, it's a awesome free challenge. And basically what we're going to be doing is giving people a system to crush their cravings. Right. And we have a lot of inner, we have five interactive sessions planned. Plus we have a live Facebook group where there, a lot of the action is going to take place. And, and so we're really pumped. It's amazing. Um, yeah, we're really pumped. Okay, so what's the one thing that people would need to know then if they want to participate in this? They just need to sign up. I mean, I, I, that's I it? there's there's no other prerequisite. Absolutely, that's it. Can um, I tell you what my what I did? <laughs> what did you plan? Do? You guys are gonna be so upset with me because this is if I just didn't do any kind of challenge, any kind of like doing something on a Monday, I'd probably like coast through and be okay. Today was the big, oh my gosh, so I'm going to crush my cravings tomorrow. So today I ate like just a whole bunch of stuff. And then after I'm like, 
And I was literally, this is what I said to myself, which was so dumb. I need to do it before I get on with Dave and Judy because then after I'm going to want to do it. It's so, I what happens in here is so ridiculous with all of this. The it's lies so, we tell ourselves. Yeah. Man, oh my man, God. It sounds like an, a food addict to me or a sugar addict to me. I, mean, I, 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 yeah. that's, I, I did that thousands of times in my life thousands of times i'll start tomorrow (laughs) or monday's coming or the new year's coming and then of course then there's valentine's day (laughs) i mean we get it i get it yeah we're right there and understand because we've been there done that just like you and you know what i like so when i i'm on like when i'm when I'm with you guys and when I'm going on the Thursdays and I'm in it, I am feeling great. Like let's like not even looking at, yes, I I look better. Yes, my body doesn't ache. Yes, I have all that, but just like the energy you have and the it just feels really good to be eating that way, no sugar, all that kind of stuff. But then <laughs> you get into it and then you start saying, "Well, maybe Maybe since I'm doing so good, maybe I'm not actually a food addict. Like maybe I don't actually need to cut it all out. Maybe I can do this on my own. And I'm just going to do like two pieces of bread at lunch. I'm going to have a sandwich instead of just having the salad and the chicken and stuff. And then that's it. And I'm going to control it. And that's it. And then the next day, and then it just keeps piling up until I'm eating Cheez-Its like it's going out of style. <laughs> so- oh, I'll be fine. So I'll be yeah. fine. Nine. Right. Yeah. I yep. can start tomorrow. Yeah. I, no I, can, I can have one. I could literally like it's yeah. all no. I could stop anytime I want to. I just don't want Leanne, to right now. Leanne, I remember you know, it's my what I'm my claim to fame these days is my 80-pound cheese curl. But I remember sitting in my living room with some people. I had Two years of no sugar, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I dropped about 100 pounds and I took one cheese curl. Mm. Took me 13 years to find myself again, to find Mm -hmm. what Judy needed to do for Judy, you know? And I mean, I'm sharing that with people so that you know this is a real deal that um, I don't want people to struggle. That's what this whole five-day crush your cravings is about. This is all the stuff Dave, me, Anna wished we knew when we started. Awesome. Because why should anyone have to suffer the way I suffered? 13 years, and now I'm almost 16 years clean, but 13 years. That's a long, that's a long one lousy cheese curl. Yeah. And 80 pounds with that cheese curl. Jeez. So that's what that is. I saw that on your Twitter and I was like, and I literally was like, do we have to have like a five screen thing? Is somebody else coming on this? So I'm trying to think if it's like a child that's coming. I did not know what that was about. But yeah, that it makes sense. I want to do something here real quick, just so people can see it in action real quick. I'm going to show you for all those on the live stream, how you can sign up for the five day challenge. So all you got to do whoa, is go to this website right here, five-day-crush-your-cravings-challenge.com. And then all you got to do is click on this link, right? Join the five-day crush. That's it. You click on it, and then you click sign the up right here. Button. First name. My first name's Michael. And then my email address. And then, boom, I click, and I'm in. Congratulations. You successfully reserved your seat for the five-day crush your cravings challenge. You're in now. That was easy. That He's was going. really simple. So I'm in now. That's it. And then there's uh, other steps here. It says you want to get the most out of your challenge. Schedule a 15 minute call to get the best results. Okay. This is there's see. This is just leading to more support and connectivity. I love it. I think it's a great idea. It's amazing. Awesome. Well, thanks for doing that. Oh, love we're it. So excited. We're glad to have you. We're just we just want to help. We just want to help people who suffer from this disease. And it's a disease. It's not a moral issue. It's not that you're good or bad. You know, it's not, it's, it's the bottom line is it's a disease. Our brains are wired differently than other people's for whatever reason. There's Mm -hmm. lots of reasons, but for whatever reason, it doesn't matter. We're just, you know, I take one cheese curl and look what it did to me. It took (laughs) me 13 years to find my solution again. 
Well, what about Ed's point here? Ed is on our live stream commenting, which you can all do in real time. He says, I bet if you can go three weeks without sugar, flour, grains, legumes, beans, nuts, dairy, and fruit, you will forget about wanting sugar. Uh, Dave, is there truth to that or... Isn't a oh, relapse possible that, at any I time? I think that the, I mean, if the cravings go away, right? You talked about um, managing cravings. I don't know how to manage cravings. My cravings manage me, you know? <laughs> so what I do is I crush my cravings, right? I find out what my triggers are. I eliminate them from my life with, with the system we've put together. And then I don't have to manage them anymore. They don't have to manage me. I don't have to worry about them because they're gone, which hey. is, that's, that's awesome, right? we can make them disappear. Now I can choose to bring them back. Right. If I lit, if I eat any of the things that I know will trigger me, they'll come back. They'll be worse. Right. Um, Cause that's what happens. The brain is so it's like, it's like the, basically the, the brain is trying to re-replicate your first experience with like triggering food. Right. So every time you use, and I use the word use because I think it's kind of like drugging. So when we use, we try to re-excite that mechanism in our brain. And we can actually never reach that place that we try to get to. We can never get there. It's not even, it's not biochemically possible to reach there. So I think that's kind of what Ed's talking about. And, you know, and, and I know Ed, and I know Ed's story. It's an incredible story. Get, mm -hmm. get Ed to tell you his story. Amazing. Um, but, um, but yeah, when these things go away, come out of our system, they come out of our lives, the desire... I think leaves. I mean, for some people, it takes three weeks. For some people, it takes longer. You know, you you just like you hear about people who come off of hard substance and they were they they were fighting longer than others were fighting. So, um, but but yeah, I think we get freedom, and I think that's what the challenge is all about: helping people find the way to freedom. But if you stay away from it, right? Like right, 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 contingent, right, contingent oh, on your willingness you know, to maintain that lifestyle, like the one, like the cheese girl, right? So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's really very simple, but not necessarily very easy. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, but I mean, what we're trying to do is show people a way, and there's lots of tools for that toolkit to keep you, you know, away from your triggers. And um, we have, we have, we've, I think we've done an awesome job of doing lots of things. I think people are going to be surprised because we are a lot of fun. You we're are. fun loving people. And this shouldn't be drudgery. And that's why you need to do it in a group, you know, number one, because you need to connect with other peeps that understand the same thing. I call people who don't understand me earth people. I know lots of earth people. I mean, I've sat, I can remember sitting next to a physician, a friend, a woman, a friend, okay? And um, she said to me, I, I just don't get your food addiction thing. She said, because, you know, like, like abstinence, like giving up food. And I said, wait a minute. And, and this is a brilliant woman. And I said, no, I said, you don't get it. I said, it's certain foods I eat. I eat really well, you know, I'm in great shape. I mean, I have energy. I mean, you know, I'm pushing it in years, but nobody would know and guess where I'm at. So I just said, it's, it's what I, you know, there's certain things I can't eat. It's not all foods. We're not at, that's the last thing we want people to do. We don't believe in dieting at all because diets are meant to fail. You're meant to break them. And I don't know about you, but every time I was on a diet, I would gain all my weight back plus even more because yeah. our bodies, that's what our bodies know to do. Chemically, it wants to get back to that resting point we were at. It thinks we're starving ourselves. We do not starve ourselves. Because we are really. when we're dieting. Right. You know, right. So it's restricting. We don't restrict. We just figure out what what you can't have that's going to cause you to then reach for more. And I'm a person of more. I share that with everybody. I say I'm a low bottom, high maintenance food act and a person of more. Because when I finish, no matter what it is, and I, I personally, this is not what people have to do. I weigh and measure my food. And the reason I do that is because I need to know that I have enough and that I'm not having too much, mm -hmm. you know, both, 
both extremes because I remember restricting on diets, you know, all the time, mm -hmm. you know, so I restricted as well as over eight. The minute I finished my last bite, I'm like, oh, I'm so sad. You know, I want, yeah. I want more. But if I wait 10, 20 minutes, honest to goodness, I could go another four, six, eight, 10, 12 hours. And I've had to, I don't recommend that. I recommend four to six, but I've had to in emergency situations, you know, and it, and it was okay. I survived. Yeah. I didn't have to pick up. I didn't have to eat. You know, I didn't have to take my drug. I didn't need the fix. So, I mean, I'm telling you, it's not, like I said, it's pretty simple, but it isn't always easy because mm -hmm. our brains want to tell us that, you know, the disease wants to tell us, oh, just one, <laughs> you know, it will call the, the, the cabinets, you know, like what's in the cabinet, come get me, come get me, I want some, it's it just, you know, I remember the cake on my counter, okay, I'd go over and take a sliver, just a sliver, okay, and then I'd say, oh, you know, and, and then I would take a slice, and then I would take a slab, and then it would be gone. Nobody else would get it. it. It had to be gone. I don't understand people that can leave stuff on their plate. I just don't get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure my whole family's laughing right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. My family oh. Jesus, why don't you just get the cake, put it in front of you, get a fork, and just enjoy it all in one second? Like, just do it because that's what's going to happen. Like, but I always fool myself. Dead like, game, sir. Yeah. Eat it okay. like a lady. I can tell you. I just want to share that today. I can have a cake on the counter. I don't suggest it if you're a food or sugar addict and especially newly in recovery, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, but I can have that there and it doesn't call to me because you know what? I can think it through and know what will happen to me because I don't want to take that 80 pound bite. And, and you know what? I believe the disease is progressive, that it's sitting out there while I'm taking care of myself. It's sitting out there doing push-ups. And the minute I pick up, I, I don't even know where I would be. So you know what? Why bother? I, I I love I love fitting into normal size clothes. I mean, you know, I used to wear like a 22 and a half or something, you know, or 24, you know. And now I can go on any rack, any store, you know, and, you know, fit into slim jeans. I mean, you know, that's pretty cool. You know, but it's not only the physical, it's that mentally and emotionally I'm present for David and his two beautiful girls and my daughter and her beautiful girl. And I can get on the floor and play with my grandchildren. I can get up. I can pick them up. I mean, picture having 130 more pounds on my body, which is plus, okay, on my body. And then I have to pick up a baby that's 30, you know, a, a two-year-old that's 35 pounds on top of that. I wouldn't be able to do it. Right. I can, because of course, I mean, I can barely pick up the 35 pounds and do it, you know, mm -hmm. so picture a whole nother, that's a 130 pounds is a whole nother being, right? Yeah. yeah. Being. So it is, I mean, I'm telling you, if anybody out there wants help with this, just come, it's free, absolutely free to come join us and hear what we have to tell you and have some fun with it. And we'll answer all your questions. That's what we're there for. You know, I hope people stump us. I hope we get stumped, you know, well, and that would be okay too, because we're the type of people that will say, you know what? I don't know. Let's, let me find out about it for you and I'll get back to you tomorrow. Yeah. Because we're not know-it-alls. You know, we're really not know-it-alls. And I, so we're just excited. Dave's sitting there like, okay, mom, I don't know, but like, I know, I know it all. <laughs> I don't know it all. <laughs> I don't know nothing. Oh, gosh. You guys, We're I'm talking. so excited for this. Oh, sorry. Yes, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> yes, we are live. This is a show, technically. We are talking to people out there in the universe about cravings. Now, how can we cope with cravings? What is the key? Why do we resist? You know, this is something I think about. Why do we resist? It's one thing to want to change, but there's a huge gap whether... You're a woman, you're a man, uh, wherever you're from, your background, there's always this gap for people who are in this constant battle of the trying to be healthy and eating properly and not binging on food and eating the wrong foods that are bad for us to get over. This gap is about, hey, 
I want to be healthy. You're over here. I want to be healthy. But to actually be healthy is over here. You got to cross it. And for some reason, this is my own experience. I will continue to do things because I've learned the behaviors and routines. Even though I will actively talk about it all day with Leanne, I'll, we'll be video chatting or be like, God, I'm so sick of this. I'm so tired of this. And then I'll do it that night anyways. I'll just keep doing it because I've learned this behavior. So Dave, how can I change? Is it impossible to change alone? Do you, do you think it's next to impossible? You really need support, don't you? I think support's huge. So, I, I mean, I hear people saying, uh, you can't recover alone. I just, I don't know. I have no desire to, though. I mean, <laughs> why would I want to do this alone? It's just so much more, I don't, yeah, it's just awful. I just, I just <laughs> much rather do it with people. I think the support piece is huge. I think that we know that um, there's this association between serotonin our brain releasing serotonin and safety and there's also this release of serotonin when we self-identify with other people that are like us right so you know there's kind of like the meeting model right and the support groups and that so like when you come to the thursday group you know you feel at home you know there's a bunch of other people just like you from all over the world world they're telling you their story and you're sitting there like a bobblehead doll right you're nodding your head you're like oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah well, maybe not that, but yeah, yeah, pretty much, you know, and, and you just self-identify like, mm -hmm. and then eventually you hear someone else tell your story. And that's like, it's like mind blowing. It's like, whoa, I thought I was the only one, mm -hmm. you know, and I thought I was the only one that had this, this and that, that, and no, I think the support is massive. And that's why I'm so excited about the challenge, you know, and uh, because bringing a bunch of people together with, who can kind of self-identify with cravings and then um, that they can master them together and that's really what i'm hoping that the live facebook group really does for folks is that it gives people an opportunity to like i'm in a i'm in a bad moment right here and and there's you know there's hundreds of other people right there sitting in in, in a similar moment there are these people are all going to be going through the first five days together you know that's yeah. really powerful um okay. so i can't stress support enough I, I mean it's just it's huge um uh what about Don's point here? Uh, she says if you can't make every day for the live session, could she watch it later if she has yeah, questions? Yeah, yeah. So basically, we're going to be doing the Zooms live, and then they're going to be streaming streamed on the Facebook page. So even if uh, you can't make it, you'll, you'll have access to the replays for at least the duration of the challenge. There and you go, she, Don. And she asked about questions. And, um, you know, we're having breakthrough sessions, 15-minute breakthrough sessions for people if they sign up. But I'm booked out even after the challenge a couple yeah we're all booked out i mean i mean it's been resounding you know wow. what people want but we've also put on all the emails well you know um if you don't want to call us please ask us any question on emails we've been i spent my day answering questions today for people oh. you know and the other point at uh, somebody i don't know who it was that went by said you know you know like weight is one thing what about other stuff I, this is not about weight. You know, I happen to be a person of more and happen to have given up over 130 pounds. But food addicts come in all varieties. I mean, David's a food addict and he never had a weight problem. You know, he can speak to that. So it's not about weight. This is about serenity and peace of mind and not having to look through the garbage for my next fix because I did that. Mm -hmm. you know, or hiding wrappers or going through fast food places and finding a dumpster afterwards. This is way more than about weight. Weight oh, is awesome. just a symptom of it, you know? Yeah, one symptom. One. And, mm -hmm. and, and that, you know, and I happen to have that symptom because I was overtly obese all my life. I don't remember ever being small, you know? And today, and I mean, I come from a family, I believe my four siblings, my brothers are food addicts and my parents were food addicts. And today when I stand next to them, I'm like a stick guys, like a stick. And all my life, I was the obese one. You know, mm -hmm. I was the one that had the weight on, you know, yeah. and, and I, it's, it's unbelievable, you know, yeah. so it's way more than weight though. Let me tell you. Yeah. Way more than weight. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's sometimes like the hard part because I've, like I've struggled with my weight, but like right now I look fine and I'm at my top end. I'm at my top. Like if I'm 
I've never gotten over 169 because I said, if I ever get 170, then I'll be. So that's where I was like, but that was always, once I get to 140, that'll be it. And then, so you diet, get down. And then all of a sudden you're 145. And then I was like 150 and it kept going up. Um, but I hold it well. So people are like, oh, I'm sure you're a food addict. Is that just like, like, are you doing this? Like, I actually had one person say, are you doing this for the show? Because Mike has an addiction and you have to have an addiction. And I was like, <laughs> pardon me? No, I'd be totally fine doing That's the weird. show without an addiction. Thank you very much. Like, yeah. So anyway, who totally, wants to have? I gotta have an addiction. You know, I, I want like, to I be cool. <laughs> yeah, that's. I feel left out. So, um, but it has nothing. To, well, it does. It does have things to do with weight, of course. That's one of, like you said, that one of the symptoms. But I don't care about the weight as much as I care about that addiction part of it. It is so consuming that, like, I literally when I'm in the bad zone when I'm in that just in the weeds of it, I literally will have work in front of me on the computer and I'll be eating as fast as I can to get the food done. So then I can work like that's your, it's totally an addiction and it's such, it controls your, it just, if you have it, it controls your life. And, and I've never understood between your ears. Have you seen Harry Potter? No. Yeah. You the movie? Or read the well, books or any of it? <laughs> Leanne no. probably hasn't, but no. she knows who Harry Potter there's is. Like this, I know who he is. There's like this magical being called a Dementor, right? Okay. And it literally like sucks the life force out of you. Like it sucks the light yeah. out of you. That's what addiction does. There's mm-hmm. just, there becomes no reason to live other than to use. Mm-hmm. We live to use, we use to live, right? So I think that's that's what it does. Yeah, That's what it does to us. It just wipes. It just wipes out our spirit. Yeah, so. yeah. it's very true. There's no doubt about it. We are people who crave. We crave uh, connection, and we do thrive on it when we think about it. But there are times when you isolate, you'll go backwards, and then the dementors are when they really come out in the isolation period. Oh yeah, because it's just you and them, and they're sucking the life out of me. I won't even speak for anybody else. I'll just talk about me. I isolate and i eat alone i always have i go to a party i won't eat anything i don't need to mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always eating alone that's always been my thing i just don't ever want to do it because i do it in shame i guess even though i'm enjoying it at times so it's it's never just one thing either it's not so cut and dry where it's well i'm living in shame but i'm, I'm actually enjoying it at times too or i think i am but i always feel bad the next day and not because society would look down upon me or or the stigma of, hey, you're fat or you're unhealthy. It's I just actually want to live and I want to be healthy and I want to feel good. And I know, I also have a core sense of myself that I know what's bad for me and I know things that I'm doing to myself are self-sabotage and I don't want to be doing them, even though I am. And it's just incredibly frustrating. This this is something that I think requires maintenance 24-7 until the day we die. I really do. I'm really starting to think that. I, you know, I've been through opioid addiction. I, I, I'm surviving it now. I've done three and a half years free of that. But the food addiction continues to be the big challenge in my life. It absolutely is. And I don't care what anybody out there says on the Internet or anybody out there says, hey, dude, you know, it's not the biggest deal in the world. It's just food, man. No, it's... It's bad. It's negative. It makes me feel sad. It makes me feel disappointed in myself, constant lag, shame, uh, fear, and there's so many things connected to it. But I keep doing it. I'm going to I'm going to go out here and make a bold statement. Um if it changes the way you think and it changes the way you feel, how is it not a drug? So you know, that's just kind of how I look at it. I mean, people are literally eating to change. Like, there's this great clip, uh, Eric Clapton, and he's like, he's talking to this guy on, and basically, he's basically, the guy's like, so heroin was your first drug? And he's like, no, it was sugar. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and, and we, I think we learned that as a kid. I remember I was flying home on an, I was, I went to a conference, actually, a food addiction conference in Florida for uh, like a board meeting and we was I was coming home with my wife my wife Kelly and there's this little girl in the airplane and she's screaming bloody murder 
she's just screaming. No, nope, mm-hmm. this is like an unsoothable child. She is mm-hmm. just not having fun. And everything is tried. They bring out toys and books and magazines and stickers and all that. And the flight attendant comes over with a blanket and, you know, um, like snacks. And, and, but she comes over. Then the other flight, she leaves. The other flight comes by, offers this girl a cookie, stops crying. Mm. She hasn't even received the cookie. She stops crying. Wow. It's the brain. Yep. It's the wow. same thing. It's like, it's like the addict is out, out of withdrawal on the way to the dope man's house. Right. Mm-hmm. So yep. he hasn't received the drugs yet and he feels better. There's Mike's no other way to explain that. that. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah, brain. That's a personally experienced that many times. I've personally experienced that. I, so yeah, that's, absolutely. That's a, f- a reality. Uh, Eat to Evolve has a question. Why can some people moderate with sugar and others can't control it? Yeah. So I think some people are addicts and some people aren't. Yeah. Uh, some people are able to manifest willpower and say no. Um, and other people simply can't without a series of tools, which is what the challenge is all about, right? So if you if you can't if you have a hard time saying no, um, then you know maybe maybe you're one of us, you know, and uh, maybe you have a really special brain. I think addicts have a really incredible brain, you know. We just can't consume certain things, or quite frankly, terrible things happen. And we're not necessarily just because we're addicted to one thing doesn't mean that we're going to be addicted to something else necessarily, because I can have although I'm always conscious of it because I'm I don't want to have a drinking problem. Um, Mm -hmm. But I could go like if I want and I I just don't drink just because I just don't drink um, for whatever. There's no reason, actually. I just don't do it, really. Um, but if I wanted right now, like if if we were all having dinner and we had wine, I could have wine and, and it would literally be a glass of wine and that would be it. And I wouldn't think about it again unless yeah, somebody brought it up. So I'm not addicted to alcohol, um, but I am absolutely addicted to sugar. And the fascinating thing is our what our culture does to us, because if I was addicted to alcohol, not one person in my life would be like, hey, Lee just one beer. It's not going to hurt you. Like, it's just, it's low cal. Just have mm-hmm. it. Like they would never do that. But with sugar, it's just like, well, one muffin, I made it. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like it's so, it's so crazy. And, and the, the crazier thing is that I do that to myself. That it's just well, like, that's what's insidious about food. Food's mm-hmm. everywhere. It's insidious. So it doesn't, it seems benign. Food <laughs> seems benign on the surface, right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly. It seems it. like it'll be okay, but I think I think a lot of people do this. They're like, "Well, I was an alcoholic and now I'm a sugar addict," or "Well, I was an alcoholic and a pill addict and now I'm I'm a gambling addict and a sugar addict or whatever." Right? Hmm. And, and to me, it's like, what's the difference, really? Right. I mean, it's just like the the disease is addiction. That's that's the way I look at it. So it, it doesn't matter what the substance you're using is. Right. It's just another outlet, right? So so for me, I kind of look at it like, here I am. I'm changing seats in a Titanic. Right. Either way, the ship's sinking. I mean, I might have a better view on one side or the other, but ultimately I'm acting out through addiction. Right. So it's food or alcohol or whatever. I mean, you know, maybe some people can get away with with certain things, um, you know, and other people can't. But I think that ultimately it's the same problem. It just looks different. And so I think I think that's very almost appetizing to the end user. Because it's like, well, it's not as bad. Or I think a lot of people, a lot of people who recover from alcoholism or drug addiction, and like, you know, there's a lot of legal consequences. And you know, whether it's DUIs or, um, you know, kind of like income strata stuff, or but it, mm-hmm. that that doesn't seem to necessarily cross the lines with all food addicts. And I so I think they like I was just talking to a woman who I've been working with for a couple months, and she's like saying like. It's, there's no question in my mind that I will I will never use drugs and alcohol again, but for some reason food just kind of I don't know that I can say that about food, and I think that's I think that's something that a lot of people are dealing with because it's it seems it's so, it seems softer it seems it's acceptable it is so too it is socially acceptable it's acceptable too. It's actually it's not even that it's acceptable um it's, it's- promoted. Of course, extended. Like if you get the vaccine, we'll give you a free donut. It's it's created. (laughs) It's created 
in, you know, engineers, food engineers create the bliss point, the exact point of the amount of sugar, fat, salt. I mean, one of the I, most addictive foods is the Oreo cookie. I mean, mm -hmm. think about it. You know, it's been a long time since I've had, you know, at least 16 years that I've had one. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I go by the shelf, you know, once in a while, I'm very rarely, but I'll go buy a shelf with them. And I look at all the varieties, which I will probably never taste. And that's okay. I don't care. Mm -hmm. you know? But it's created to have, you know, that outside is just that bitter enough. And the inside is so sweet. And, and it depends how you decide to eat it. Are you going to open it up? Are you going to, I mean, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, oh, absolutely. This is romance. Romance. David will talk about. During, during, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, we're, it's actually food is created to, to make us addicted now. Even if you weren't an addict, there's a good chance you will become one because the brain, you know, gets that dopamine hit someday beyond what it's like the, whoa, you know, mm -hmm. and it's never going to return back. Yeah. And you're, you're hooked. You're, they, you know, big food has created us to be hooked and mm -hmm. to become addicts. So, and also somebody wrote, you know, about, you know, what can you do? But I mean, it's, this, I call it the surround sound of food because in going to the grocery store, I mean, when you check out, no matter what, there's stuff there. Yeah. The other thing is with, with the pandemic, I would be in long lines waiting to get like whole groceries, you know, but I would be stuck in an aisle of crap on either side of me. I consider it crap. Other people want it, you know, actually I was kind of interested to look at some of the labels and look at stuff because I don't look at that stuff usually. And it, you know, it doesn't bother me today very rarely because I don't crave because I'm really satisfied and I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't need that stuff. I really don't. I know that. So I'm just telling people that it can really happen because it's happened for me. And I'm like, I told you, I came from, I mean, I used to weigh 288 pounds and I dieted my way to that. So I'm yeah. telling you that I never stopped eating, you yeah. know? So that's what I'm talking about. I couldn't stop once I started, no matter what. So I hear ya. that is so powerful. That is, see, this is a testimonial. It's not just, you know, She's living it. She's living it. She's not and just... loving it. Yeah, living. I, love I, it. I want to help people. I'm passionate about helping the next food addict. I mean, I'm in a program. I've sponsored hundreds of people. This is different. Lots of people don't want that kind of program, and I think there's multiple pathways to get recovery from this awful disease. Yeah, and we're just giving another way that it can be done and accomplished because you know what? A lot of people don't want to hear the higher power thing. They don't want to, they don't want to do that stuff. Yeah. And I think that's true. I get it. You know, some people would rather pay for something, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I mean, whatever it takes, this is just another alternative because we know how many people are out there sick and suffering and we don't want people mm. to suffer anymore. And we want to do it with fun. I mean, do we look like people who are, hmm, I'm going to do, you know, uh, you know? I mean, we're just, you know, <laughs> we have a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I, we've, Dave and Anna and I have had such a great time working together, creating, I mean, just the, creating the slides and the stuff that we're in the stuff that we're going to give out to people. Absolutely free. Oh. I mean, you, it's going to knock your socks off. You won't believe it. Thank you. Won't believe it. Okay. Hey, that is passion right there. You are watching the live stream of the first day podcast. This is our live stream. And if you're listening in the podcast version, welcome as well. It's great to have you aboard. You can stream us on YouTube channel or Facebook live at first day pod or Rate the show on Apple iTunes, five-star review. If you like what you're hearing and you want to connect further about mental health and addiction, we talk about the real stuff here. We, we'd like to have fun, just like Judy says. We think we're pretty, I don't know, we have a humor bone, you know, funny bone. Oh, we you're like a funny laugh. guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, everybody here has a sense of humor. But at the point, there's a fine line between sarcasm and constantly cracking jokes and then getting real. And there's a time and a place to be honest about the real 
crucial, painful problems and traumas that have been a part of our experience, and we're carrying them along with us. So we're here at the First Day Pod with Judy Wolf and Dave Wolf. I'm Michael Govia. She's Leanne Hello. And you guys have been really, really active with the comments. I mean, it's been really impressive. This one is the best. Eat to Evolve says, I wonder how many people oh, yeah. on the challenge made a point of having their last favorite sugar carb fix today. Raise his hand. No, no, of no. course. Why, I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, come on. I mean, I've got a, I've got a one track mind. I've done that. I, you know what? I did that. I did that every day for decades. Decades. Well, that's, that's what I show- even have a weight problem. I did it for decades. Right. Man, that's where the show like came kin- from. From like kindergarten until I was 30. I did that. <laughs> that That's what we always say. The show's you know, I genesis would wait, was I would, first day. I would like, and I would, I would wake up with the intention to do right. And I would be on the way to my shower. I would make a U-turn. I'd run downstairs. I'd grab five cookies. I'd be halfway up the stairs. I'd run back downstairs, grab a couple more, <laughs> even though I still had three cookies in my hand, just we so I could shower. But I was off to a great start. Then I would eat great all the way through um, work until I got home and there was a pantry. Forget about it. I mean, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you kidding me? I have never heard Dave's, uh, you know, New England accent come out so clearly until (laughs) that that moment there. I really heard it for the first time. But I will say, we'll say. Yeah, there you go. There it is. We started this podcast because of that exact attitude. The first day. Tomorrow's the first day of the rest of our lives. That was the original name. The first day of the rest of our lives podcast. Because me and Leanne have procrastinated together as a couple, alone, separate. We just love getting up and gearing up for tomorrow. Let's do it today. Let's live it up today. But tomorrow, everything changes. And that never Ever has happened. Well, it tomorrow hasn't. never arrives. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It's a terrible way to go about things. We love this podcast, but at least we found each other in the it's sense that we can appreciate business. each other. Yeah. Oh yeah, the food. Me and Leanne, all you back in the day when you guys were uh, off the wagon, we were giving the food business a great way to live. They were living <laughs> high on the hog, and they're living high on the hog on a lot of other people, especially everybody else in this chat. Somebody mentioned something about smoking. I didn't know if this was. Uh, relevant or not earlier is there a connection between because you say dave addiction's addiction addiction. well i mean they put they put sugar in uh cigarettes oh really see i didn't know oh yeah well they put everything in there well i get joey said uh he you know he quit smoking cold turkey but he picked it back up he wants to know if when i'm not in the right mind state to do so or do i really have to have when is anyone in the right mindset to give up a drug i (laughs) that's I mean, this is like, it's just kind of like the tomorrow thing, I think. I think it's just like, I don't know. There's there's no better time than now. I mean, I think that, uh, I mean, if you're not ready, um, I still I still think trying and not being ready <laughs> is better than just not being ready and procrastinating, right? So yes. um, it's, it's hard to say, though. You know, I mean, there's no, I'm not inside your head, you know. You have to make choices based on where you're at and, and you yeah. know, what your goals are and what you're feeling. Is I always focus in on the pain, you know? What 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 is the pain of, of me doing something that I know I don't want to be doing ultimately? And that's 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 uncomfortable. And once you you know, and, and, and eventually we get to a place where we're like using the substance so we don't have to have that thinking. Mm-hmm. Right. And and that's you know, that's scary to me. because um, that's where I was. You know, I was um, I was using, so I didn't have to think about using. I don't even know if that makes sense, but mm-hmm. that, no, that that's total what sense. it was like for me. I think it makes total sense to an addict. Right. Uh, I think to anyone else, it makes absolutely sense. We all agree. No sense. They're like, yeah. what? But right. um, I, I wanted, like me, it makes sense. I wanted to add something about food because somebody wrote something that, that yeah. you know, triggered my brain, yeah. is that food is really tough. It's not only a substance. I mean, you have to find your trigger foods, but there's behaviors involved with it. It's a process addiction like gambling or debting or sex. You know, it's not just a substance. So we food addicts or sugar addicts, whatever you want to call yourself, we, you know, we have a twofold disease from that standpoint. And also, you know, I don't have to go slip and slide in a bar if I was an alcoholic. 
But I, as a, as a mom, I mean, you know, grandmother, mom, whatever, I have to, you know, I have to slip and slide in my kitchen at least three times a day. Plus I'd have to go to my drug dealer, the grocery store, right? you know, <laughs> to go and buy things, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, so it's a, it's, it's a heck of a disease to get rid of, you know, I mean, understand, that's why I say it's simple, but not easy, because there's a lot of facets to it. But you know, we're actually, I mean, we're spending a day on, um, on um, um, eliminate, you know, like temptation elimination, you know, talking about that. I mean, I, I mean, this is the real deal. You know, we're trying to give people the real deal, you know, go get your black trash bags out. You know, get a buddy, you know, like, let's, you know, like, let's do this together. Like I said, you know, we aren't as, as Ed wrote, we are not a glum lot. We are not a glum. (laughs) Yes. Uh, What about Patty has a comment here, Patty Hobbs. Hello, Patty. Ed mentioned that nuts being something to avoid along with wheat, flour, sugar, et cetera. What is the problem with nuts? I recognize that they were a problem for me, but I don't know why. So a nut (laughs) Well, so there's very, very few foods in nature that contain both fat and carbohydrates together. They're, they're just very uncommon. Um, so nuts do that. And so what, what happens when, we, when we're given both of those things, it's very storage oriented. We tend to kind of hold on to it. Here's the problem with a nut. First of all, I tell people they can eat nuts if they can eat one and they're willing to eat it with a fork and a knife. <laughs> but people don't know how to do that with nuts. It's just it's it literally it's like a grape. It's a, it's like who eats five grapes? People eat five bags of grapes. So it's like that's how nuts work, right? It's just like it's this mindless snacking, one bite wonder. And but it's like you go in you go in mindfully for the first five nuts, and then you like six handfuls deep. Thirty yeah. seconds later, that's how nuts work. It's like that fatty, creamy, salty. It's, it seems like it's a problem for a lot of people. And it seems like, you know, we talk about addiction being a progressive illness. And what that means is it always gets worse and never better. So you hear, you hear sayings like, oh, while you're in recovery, your disease is in the parking lot doing push-ups and, and sayings like that you, from the rooms or from people. You know, I've heard that a lot. And I don't, my disease doesn't need to do push-ups. It's plenty strong without doing push-ups. But the, the, the point is that a nut is like this slippery kind of food slope. I think I think it it it's like got a mouthfeel thing to it. It's got like a crunch thing to it. It's got like a salty thing to it. Plus, it's got the carb fat thing. It's just like there's multiple layers of, of really why I think a lot of people uh, really struggle with them. And, it, and you know, I tell people um, – we have to be careful because restriction is dieting, right? But also we're talking about removing triggers, which in and of itself could be perceived as restriction. But if it's but if it's restricting your ability to be present in your life, then how good is it really for you? So it's kind of a, a fine line, but I definitely see food addicts like if they can eat nuts at one point, if they go through a relapse period where um, they go in and out or they, they have clean time, lose their clean time, go back to being clean and then use again and then, and then back. You know, nuts is one of those things that tends to become a trigger food for them eventually. Mm. So yeah. it might be one of the later ones, but it's definitely um, – I like I don't know how to eat a couple nuts. That was me. No way. <laughs> that I, was me. Yeah. I was super good. I was super, super good. And then I was like, well – I'll just add the snack. Like I'll get almonds, but non-salted ones, of course, from Costco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to do it healthy, right? And then you have certain people that will just eat raw nuts to tell me though. Like, but you know what that turned into? That turned into me remembering peanut butter. So then I was mm-hmm. like, oh, but right, not right. not craft or Skippy because I'm doing it really clean. So these are just roasted peanuts. Like it's all natural. It's super fine. No, and then it's just a teaspoon and then because I'm not even putting it on anything I'm eating it in a spoon just to get that like little bit and then it turned into like the cake that that Judy was talking about that's right, one right. teaspoon right. that turns into a tablespoon that turns into well I might as well just put it in a bowl and I'm like before I know it that like Costco size two containers of natural peanut butter gone in two days like and it's you don't you're not even enjoying it right. you enjoy I mean, it in the beginning exactly. but it's just 
it's that process part of it that I'm just like, and then it's the part of now I just want to get it finished. So it's out of the house, which makes no sense. That's why I'm <laughs> glad that you're going to talk about the garbage bag because me, it's like, well, I'll just, I'll just eat it all. Well, why would I do that? I could just throw it out. I don't I love all your stories because I can. There's a, there's a comment on the screen about fruit, and yeah. um, I know many food and sugar addicts who eat fruit. Limited, mm. though, I would say, you know, um, if they're not a trigger for them, you know, and also there are some fruits that are certainly lower in carbs or the sweetness than other fruits like the berries you know some people don't consider berries fruit so to speak but a lot of people need to portion them out not you know you, you know you could have a whole bag you know a whole box of blueberries or whatever i mean you know it's it it it, it all counts you know what i mean it yeah. all counts but um but also remember too fruit i mean and dave dave could talk to this more he's the dietitian i'm not but it's a combination of, you know, fiber and, you know, it, it gets processed in your body differently. It's a natural product. But let me tell you, in the, in the, you know, the caveman days, the kind of berries and the kind of fruit they had are not, I mean, Dave would walk into my house because I was on a plan where I could have the biggest and the best. And he would just burst out laughing because I'd have an apple that weighed 20 ounces. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really. No, she'd be at the store weighing the apples, buying the biggest one. <laughs> Let's be real here. I mean, you know, all the truth, ma. I'm very <laughs> sick, you know. And today I choose not to have fruit. You know, if I do, it would be up to four ounces of berries of some kind. Because that because I feel better. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you kind of, you know you start to get fine tuned when you've been doing this because all I want to do is not crave and I really want to be healthy, you know, and as I age all the more reason to be because I don't want to go down the road. It's so, it's so interesting because I, in my community, I mean, with the pandemic things are, you know, it's even worse for people, I think, but I would go and, you know, I was like the heaviest all my life in my community you know, and then um, all of a sudden, you know, I started doing what I do, did. And when it came to menopause, you know, because that's a hormonal mm -hmm. thing that happens. It's a real deal thing that happens to women. Everybody I knew spread when I didn't. I really didn't. I didn't go through all the stuff that, you know, that other people went through. And I think it's because of what I was eating. I, I really do. So, you know, Absolutely. I just want to be healthy. It's, but I'm an addict and uh, there are certain things I absolutely can't eat. And I, and I told you, I have to portion things out for me. A lot of people don't have to do that. I'm, like I said, I'm really sick. I'm a very <laughs> sick person, but it's okay. You know, cause I've, I've accepted that as I, I would much rather not be craving the fix, not looking for the next bite munch crunch you know you were talking about munch crunch creamy gooey uh, i mean the day before i started not eating sugar forever that's what i did all day i was looking for the you know the next fix the next taste the next bite yeah. and you know who knows why but you know i just was able to do it the next day you know but i had a lot to understand it took me you know 15 years to get my almost 16 years now free of sugar, wow. you know, I mean, it, it, it was not a road that was just like this. Right. It was, and, and that's okay. That's okay. Because we're all different. And that's what we're at sugar X global, very accepting of like, everybody's got their own path. There's no one right way or one right food plan. That's going to be, it's, it's very individualized. And, and we don't want to give you a food plan. We, we because that's a diet folks. Mm -hmm. I mean, we want to give you the tools so you can identify what your food plan should be for you so that you can ascertain what does that look like? That was kind of in, in regards to the fruit question. That was kind of the second part of the question. Like how do we identify our triggers? We'll show you, we'll show you. It's there's simple things that you can do to identify what your triggers are. Um, and then 
you can make a conscious decision. Do you want <laughs> to eat them or not? Mm -hmm. um, and then that's, you got to, you know, you got to kind of meet yourself where you're at. I think that's kind of, we've been talking about that a couple of times tonight, you know, just yes. where the end user is, that's where you got to go. I mean, we're going to take action where you're at. I can't, I can't expect you to take action six months in the future. You're not there yet. <laughs> and so we got to be, we've got to be tr like honest with ourselves because I'm. And we'll, the, yeah. And, you and know, sometimes you, we need help getting there. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Because I keep thinking, like even in the beginning when we first start, started talking to you guys, um, I was, well, I don't know what my triggers are. Because I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I get triggered by stuff. We don't want to know. Right? I knew there are certain things like I am not triggered by green peppers. You will never find me no? binging out on green peppers no? till I'm blue in the face. You didn't think you were an emotional eater until like two months ago. <laughs> I literally... These have all been like, yeah, I had no clue. And I just called Mike one day and was like, you know, I'm an emotional eater, I think. I think it's like really things are happening and I'm getting affected and I go to the thing to eat. I'm not even hungry. No clue. I was telling myself that, no, I'm not an emotional eater. I'm, I also, before I met you, I like had no idea that it was an addiction. So I was always just like, no, I just, if I see the food, then I like, I want to try it. I just want to have it. But I like, I have total control. I've had situations with like my wife would, would I would be I'd be like in this like irritable space mm -hmm. and, and and I'd be like God what's wrong with me and my wife's like Dave these are the situations you used to eat over mm. so it's like give yourself some grace beautiful yeah, so you're a little moody ah, beautiful yeah but you don't have to stuff your face over it anymore you know. It's awesome. It's cool. I mean, the, and the community piece, right? What the, I think the biggest, one of the biggest factors, it, the importance of it is you have no concept of your own growth. Mm. You just don't. You can't see it. You're too close. Um, you know, and uh, these people around you, will, someone will come up to me, um, in, you know, in, in sort of one of the recovery platforms I'm really active on. And he'd be like, he's like, you came here really angry. And I would like, I had no concept of that. Wow. He's like, yeah, you're not angry anymore. It's like, wow. Thanks for telling me that. Awesome. I didn't notice. Mm -hmm. Yes. We need to the see outside of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, that's why we need the people. Yeah, absolutely. That's why the support matters because <laughs> body language is a real thing and our energy and the vibe we give off. If there's nobody there to notice it, you're not going to notice it because you live with it every day. That's mm -hmm. why you need a reflection. Mirrors exist. They don't exist to shame you if you feel like you're fat and unhealthy. No, they're there to remind us that, you know, we have a face, we have language that we give off every day. Right. And we might, we, Dave, you said it very well. I completely, completely agree with that. And Ed says, ignorance may and be And Ed's bliss, on fire all night. Allows, yeah, Ed's in the zone. Ed's always, Dude. I mean, we Mr. met Ed Wasp because of you fire. guys. I, yeah, we, I flipping love Ed. Yeah, he's Great amazing. Guy. We would never... No, Ed, if it wasn't for you guys, because we met him through the uh, Thursday Sugar Anti-Sugar Club, and then he joined our book club, which is still a thing That's that we awesome. do every Monday night, awesome. 8 p.m. Eastern time. If you want to join our book club, you can DM us, email the show, firstdaypod at protonmail.com. We're happy to welcome you. We talk about all different kinds of books. It's all nonfiction. It's all about trying to get better and grow and learn. What are you guys and, reading uh, now? We're, we're starting... Green lights. Yeah. Green lights. <laughs> and the one, uh, Matthew McConaughey's book. And yeah, so we're starting. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. <laughs> yeah. We're starting it on Monday. Like, we're. His memoir. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he called, I can't remember what he calls it. It's, he doesn't call it a memoir. He calls it a, a plan for. My friend had it. I was, I was peeking through it. Oh, my goodness. I had no idea the life that that man has had, like yeah. his family and his it's incredible. But I really like the concept. The concept's all about like, you know, life gives you all these green lights. And then the that means go you're in the right direction. But then there's also yellow lights that slow you down, red lights that stop you, but they eventually will turn into green lights, too. So yeah, it's oh just yeah. a way of looking at it. it right, I think it's, it's going to yeah. be a great book. Dane is a launch pad. Yes, mm. yes. Mm. That's a great, great thing. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we're getting towards the end of the show here. We want to remind people because the Wolves are doing great work. Judy and Dave are doing incredible work. 
five day crush your cravings challenge.com. We got the banner here on the live stream. You can see it at the bottom on the That's scroll awesome. there. Thanks, guys. Go to that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, whatever we can do, this is about support for other people because everybody on this screen, all four of us, know exactly what it's like to struggle with food and sugar addiction. It's a real issue. So mm -hmm. as we wrap up the show, Judy, Dave, I want to give you guys any final words here. Any things uh, that we should know as we head into a new week with new opportunities? Just, just come and join us and have some fun. And if you can't make it at that time, make sure to sign up because there'll be recordings of it. So you'll get to, I know I, I have people in my life that are signing up because they, they work at that hour and they can't make it, but they're going to go hit the Facebook page and get the, you know, live stream, get the recordings. And, um, and we're only literally an email away from help. And for some people, a call, you know, people, people have booked us out crazy. You know, it's like, so exciting yeah we had no we had no idea the level of interest uh would be so high we were really blown away we were like we like maxed out and we're adding more calls to our schedule the only thing i'll end with is is that hope may seem like a limited resource but it's not a limited resource it's an unlimited resource and uh i think that that's so important and um yeah so the sessions are at 11 a.m eastern every day monday through friday um, and then the replays will be will be live streaming on Facebook, and so the replays will be available for the duration of the challenge, the five days. Awesome. So that's the time. Someone posted a question there. Yeah. Beautiful. That is fantastic. Yeah. So. And we people look forward will to seeing you inside or outside or wherever you're willing to see us. People will be getting the links in the morning. People who have signed up will be getting them in the morning each day. Right, Dave? Yeah, yeah, Ed says you can get your money back. Oh, Ed, <laughs> killing me, dude. Killing me. And that's Enjoy. right. Absolutely free. 100% free. Yeah. What was that? What was I had a, I had a, my, my, was it my, a Bubby, my, my dad's mother in law? No, stepmother. That mom, she would, she was, she's kind of had dementia and she would start like taking things. And so uh, she would like steal like things like little forks and things like that. And she's like, 100% refund. You know, she was like, no, that's not how it works. 100% discount. 100% discount. Yeah. That's awesome. That's sweet. You guys, you are so amazing. Thank you so this much. Was awesome. It was awesome to hang out with you guys again. Oh, we love Thanks you. Thanks for having us. And and I have to say, um, Mike, I love your sweatshirt. I know where it comes from. I have a black version of it and I have a t-shirt. Yay. Have you had Sean on your show? No, no, oh, we haven't you yet. You should. Yeah, but we should. Real special. And yeah. actually, it made me think that maybe Anna, Dave, and I one day should um, wear our T-shirts or sweatshirts yeah. during the um, challenge. Yes, you should. I have one, too. I have a black one, but they don't deliver to Canada. So it's I at know. his house. Yeah. And oh, I think she's doing international shipping now, right though. Now, aren't you? She's lucky? doing, she does international shipping now. Does she now? So she didn't when yeah. I did it when she was no, on your. No, when she came on the group, she didn't. But like, I think she got some requests. So she started doing it because I nice. know she shipped a shirt to uh, like a mutual friend uh, in France. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'd like to be able to wear this and not feel guilty about it. You know, like I'm a fraud or a hypocrite. <laughs> I'd like to actually mean it when I'm wearing it. You know, hey, well, this is the truth. So. You Tomorrow believe in it, though. Be the first day of the rest of your life. You never know. But it's oh, only God. one day Today at a time. Today could be. Huh? Yeah. Today. Yeah, right now, at this moment. Awesome. This that's, second. So. That's why we changed it to not the first day of the rest of our lives. It's just first day pod. It's just first day. Like, this is the first day. Whether it lasts you 24 hours or the, the next six hours. It's just this is what we, we got, got right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we should call it, the only day pod. Darn it. See, we screwed it up. Oh, well, Cancel in the beginning. This is a waste of time. In the beginning, we had this. I think this changed like three times or something. Three or four times. The, I love the, the name. new logo. It just makes me happy. Yeah, Yay. it's really bright and happy. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Will did. We had a guy, Will, did great work on that. Thank you, Will. Yes, and thank you Will. to everybody. You guys have all been really engaging. This is the biggest audience we've ever had for a show. So if you like what you've heard and you're new to the show, First Day Pod on YouTube, you can subscribe to the channel and click the dingy button for notifications. We go live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, one show a week, every Sunday night. About a solid hour or so. We have Dave and Judy on in the past, and we'll have them on again. We have other guests. We talk about mental health. 
just meant yeah addiction it, mental health encompasses a lot so that should cover everything uh but we're about health it's about trying to be better our three words of wisdom education empowerment i think that really says it all that's what we're trying to do here so that's it thank you judy thank you dave uh for the first day pod crew awesome. thank you everybody for coming and uh We'll see Thanks you later. Thanks for having us. See you in the Thank challenge. You. Everybody see you. That's right. Challenge starts tomorrow. That's right. Be there. Awesome. Yeah, we'll see you at 11. Bye.